Hey guys, welcome back to the 30 Meals of Melanin podcast. It's your girl, Nick Aura and Soraya. Hi and guys. we are back with another episode, some more content for you guys. And um, yeah, it's going to be a good day. Is it going to be a good day? Of course, always. Always. Always a good day. Always, always. <laughs> So Bill Gates, I don't know if you heard, Bill Gates and his uh, wife, Melinda Gates, are divorcing after 27 years of marriage. Um, does, does Bill like black women? <laughs> you got to slide into his DMs. Am I? Am I? <laughs> I mean, he's had a few. He's had a few people already DM him. Um, mm-hmm. I think Melinda's had a few people shooting her shots. Oh, yeah. I would yeah. If I would want that sugar mama money too. Like, it's she's a, rolling in I it. I think she got like £1.4 billion. Pounds. Hmm. Yeah, so Bill Gates, yeah, him and his, his relationship. I found I find it quite like interesting um that he was with her for so long and like have you seen the like the stories that have been circulating about their relationship how he basically once a year he used to have he would have a long weekend with his ex-girlfriend be- from before <laughs> he married his wife like every single year in May wow interesting that's what being a billionaire can get you a weekend away with your ex every year I mean do you know what some guys are having that luxury without the money. Do you get what I mean? Some girls That's are true. Th- some guys are doing that regardless, even if they're broke. So That's true. Um it's you know, she got one point four million billion. One point four billion. But do you know what's what interesting? What's interesting, Nick, is every time a divorce comes up, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things on social media and there's a lot of guys saying, Why does the woman deserve half? And it's like it's almost Jesus. It's almost as if like this woman spent 27 years of her life with you, mm-hmm. probably helping you, helping you, supporting your grind, making sure you're okay at home, like, mm-hmm. you know, supporting your journey. And you don't want to give her anything. And you don't want to owe you. And it's also the fact that like a lot of these women put their whole life on, on hold. hold. Because they meet the, the men, some of these men, I don't know about their situation, but I know with his ex who mm. he sees on the weekends, he knew her from education. Mm. So it's like you get this very educated woman who's gone to university, probably has her master's PhD, and then you want to, you know, put a baby in her, keep her at home. And, and that's kind of it. So she's lost, what, how many years? 27 years and three kids. And, and I think that's what it is, is people don't realise that she probably would have had conversations with him, mm-hmm. concepts they would have discussed together. Mm-hmm. There's certain things that he might have not shared with his close friends yeah. because you can't trust everyone with your business ideas. Absolutely. He'll share with his wife. She probably had her little two pence to add to it. Mm-hmm. And it's made Microsoft what it is. Exactly. She's not, like, she's an educated woman. She's not, do you get what I mean? She's not, a, she's she's not, not just she's some not, any trophy a, wife. Yeah, she's not a trophy wife. So has he been, like, arguing that idea of giving her money or is this just what people no, it's on more socials people. people on socials are like because obviously he's not the first divorced you know there's jeff Billionaire. yeah jeff bezos that's yeah. also going through his divorce yeah. and obviously she got low she, she got, got more than a billion she got like a couple I mean, billion <laughs> like she left know, with a couple billion do you know what's interesting yeah it's, i saw a meme saying if the two richest men couldn't keep their wives happy who are we Oh, what chance do we have? We have none. Because people say money solves all your issues. 
So now money solves a large amount of issues. Maybe not your mental ones, but your physical life issues. It definitely does. Imagine yeah. being able to walk through life and there's no restrictions on anything you do. Yeah, that like I can walk up to you at the stoplight and be like, "Hey, I want your car," and because I have, I can have anything in the world. You probably give it to me. But why do you think now would be the reasons for them to divorce? Like, if money's not an issue. You're, you don't have any financial burdens. Mm-hmm. What could be the issue in your no relationship? Love. There ain't no love there. But that's it mad. It's boring after a while. That's mad, you know. How, how so? Because then, then what hope do we have? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't think, like, my mind has changed a lot when it comes to dating. Mm. I don't see dating for love as a thing much anymore. Like, love just gets everyone hurt. There's very few mm. relationships that I come across that have been together for even five years, let alone 20, 30. And one thing that I've noticed is that some of the people that stay in those long-term relationships, even when they've been very toxic, but they choose to stay is because sometimes they haven't got nowhere to go. Mm. The woman doesn't have an out for Mm. it. Um, And sometimes the men, they, I don't know, you know, I can't really speak for the manzies. Yeah, because it'll be interesting because I know Jeff and his wife, I think they're good friends. Are they? I think they're good friends. It's um, it was an amicable divorce. I think obviously, um, most divorces aren't. Most mm-hmm. divorces. But I think when you're that level of rich, yeah, you can it have should a... be kind of amicable. It's like, I'll give you fifty billion, then I got fifty more. <laughs> but the, do you know what it is? Is I don't know what, what, what is marriage then? Because obviously, it's not even just because you what might fall out of love. You most people do fall out of love and might have care. You might care for your partner, mm. and it's like the longevity of it comes from going through things together. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, is it so simple to just walk away from each other because you might be out of love? Like, is what is love? Do you get what I mean? What is... See, you're going really deep with it because I'm <laughs> listening and I'm trying to, like... I'm, I'm listening to what you're saying and it makes sense what you're saying and I can't come up with a logical response to yeah. it because what is love? Like, yeah. is it just that feeling? Yeah. Because love has different forms. Yeah. You, you, The love you have for your partner is different to the love 100%. you have for your child, your mother and your pet and a stranger. So when you're in a relationship, it's like, can love keep a relationship? I don't think it can. And if we're gonna, think it can. And that's the thing is, if we're going to define love as just when you first meet and you get them butterflies and all of the exciting period that honeymoon period that's is that the real definition of love because eventually your relationship will lose that out even if you spice it up you're not going to have the initial stages you then have Mm -hmm. to go into like you know building a home together kids all of the burdens of actually what a relationship will be Mm. and then if you're searching for that new part you're going to go in cycles of just you're looking for that new fresh feeling Hmm. I honestly don't. I honestly don't know. Yeah. I honestly don't know. Love is a, is a tricky one. Yeah. And um, do you think that a man on that topic of love, who do you think should love more in a relationship though? Like, is it the man or the woman? Oh, see, obviously, it doesn't. Fifty fifty would love that. Do you get what I mean? I think if there was equal love. Um, but I think in a healthy relationship, often it's when the man loves the woman a bit more. Mm-hmm. Because I agree. I think when we love the men a bit more, it comes across needy. As weakness. It, yeah, it comes yeah. across as 
um, codependency. And then they tend to walk all walk over all, women. Or, yeah, or, or abuse. Abuse the or fact abuse. that the woman loves yeah. them enough. So, yeah, I think when the man loves a bit more, that woman, that relationship's a bit more healthier. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because we're easier to please. Yeah. So do you think with Bill, was it Bill Gates we're talking about? Yeah. I, I saw him, Jeff. With Bill, do you feel like... Uh, you know what? I really wish we could get like a deep dive into their relationship to actually yeah, hear to, what um, happens, yeah, to, yeah. to know what makes a relationship worth so much fall apart. Because yeah. I, I would say it's probably love. But then, from the beginning of their relationship, he's been having his weekends away with mm. his ex-girlfriend and the wife has been aware. So was there love to but, begin but with? Do you know what it is as well, Neeks? I think, again, you know, love and sex. Mm-hmm. I think it's two different things. I don't think you have to make it... Like, I don't think he loved his wife less Mm -hmm. because he did that Mm -hmm. i think it's just she probably accepted because he might have had certain desires and it was better for them because they might have like just say if you've got 80 percent in a man Mm -hmm. and you've got the 20 percent that doesn't do you get what i mean Mm -hmm. so you're like you know what i'll give that 20 percent, but the 80 percent of him is who i want Mm -hmm. so you you tolerate a bit do you get what i mean and if that meant that they'll have a healthy relationship and Mm -hmm. it got them through for 30 years Mm -hmm. Maybe she sacrificed it because there's men that you you think they're doing you know they they love you mm-hmm. and they're cheating left right and center anyway. Yeah. At least he was transparent and open and honest. Mm. When does that become too much though? Because I when I when I look at a marriage that's been that long like mm. that length of time, a part of me thinks to myself, has this been rubbish from the beginning? But because she's in it, she's just been like, well, I've been here for a year. I've been here for five years. It's 10 years. I may as well stay until you reach a point where you realise life is length. Because I think some people think, oh, because they only think about today, they're not really thinking or focusing on 10 years from now. They're not thinking about what their life today will be like then. And if you're in a toxic situation now, but you're not really thinking about 10 years. You're thinking that maybe the person will change. 10 years will breeze by. You've mm, lost 10 mm, years mm. of your life. You've been in this really toxic, mm. horrible relationship. Because I hear a lot of older relationships from television. I don't really know many personally. Mm. Long, lengthy marriages where the people didn't like each other to begin with. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, in my I culture, know. we have arranged marriages. You don't know each other. Exactly. You get to know each other and you put up with them. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Obviously, in certain cultures, like I think in Hindu, um, sort of in their faith, they don't divorce. Like yeah. it's so disliked, it's and I think that sort of is uh, sort of um, infiltrates the whole Asian culture. You don't divorce even if it's toxic. Yeah. But a lot of Asian marriages are toxic. Nah, I think they're okay. They're okay. You don't have this Western idea of love. It's yeah. not like you know flowers. People rose are changing that. Yeah, rose yeah. petals, all that. People are changing that now, but it's not always like that. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. It's more we're committed to each other. We're gonna have kids. We're gonna build a family, build an empire, and we keep it moving. Mm-hmm. There are obviously a lot of cases of domestic violence, absolutely, and be- and a lot of women stay in that because of culture. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of obviously um, other abuse that goes on, and women stay in there, but most of the times it's more you guys are there together through thick and thin do you get mm-hmm. what i mean you know if poverty hits your relationship you you work it out if whatever you go hungry together mm-hmm. um but yeah it's it's more i think because they don't have 
uh, idea of what you were like before marriage. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you did this and then you changed. Mm-hmm. It's really you get put into marriage. You don't even know the, you person. Don't know the person, and you and can't compare because you don't know what you're. You don't know what you kind of know what you like. Yeah. But in terms of them, you don't know if they're gonna rub you the wrong way. Yeah. Um and. You also don't know their willingness to change those yep. behaviors that do rub you the wrong way. Yeah, and it's kind of like what you said, um, which is kind of what Tyler Perry says in one of his movies. I think that um, why did we get married? And he was saying that in a relationship, there's the eighty twenty rule. Yeah, where you generally get eighty percent of what you want from a person, and there's that twenty percent that you tend to not get from that person. And that is kind of why people go and cheat because they're yeah. looking for that ten that, percent, yeah. twenty percent, yeah. not realizing that once they've got that twenty percent, yeah. you've lost eighty. Eighty percent, exactly. And exactly. it's like finding that balance of if it's worth it or not. Yeah. When you're courting and like actually, um, I don't know what the word like proactively or autonomously yeah. courting someone, those are things you get to see. And you get to see where they fit in on that 20, 80, it could be 50%. Like you get to see how much of you, you can get from that person that yeah. helps you. But when you're kind of just pushed together, you don't have that chance to figure it out. And yeah. that person could even be like 5%. It yeah. might not even be yeah. 20% yeah. that they're giving you that yeah. you need. Yeah. And then where do you go from there when in your, in your culture it's kind of frowned upon to leave? Do you know what it is, Nix, is I think when it comes to humans, yeah. marriage takes a lot of compromise. Mm. It takes a, it's a, it's all it's all about compromise. Yeah. Now whether I'm your five percent or your twenty percent or your hundred percent, if we talk it out and we say, actually I want to do this, let's work it together, mm-hmm. that's all it takes. Do you get what I mean? It's Absolutely. it's a lot of give and take. And I think that's why when it's an arranged marriage, it's sort of you're you don't know about each other. Yeah. You sort of have to learn okay, he likes it like this, she likes this, let me do it. So you learn to compromise a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. But just say, obviously in the Asian culture, because a lot of the girls are, or couples are arranged marriage, Mm -hmm. a lot of them might not have previous relationships. So when you don't have a previous ex to compare with, you can't say... Yeah. Oh, but John treated me like this. He did it. Tom better. did yeah. it like this. He yeah, actually it's, came home and cooked and did, sometimes. Yeah, you, like, you have you no have comparison. That. So, you know, you're learning with your partner yeah. and you're having to deal with it because that's all you know. Mm. And I think that's why it used to work. Now, because a lot of people, even when they have... A lot of a- Asian girls and boys are now having love marriages. They're choosing their partners. But before that, they might have also had other relationships. Mm-hmm. So then there's the comparisons. Then it's like, oh, but you treated me like this before marriage. Why have you suddenly changed? Yeah. And a lot of Asian couples are now breaking up. Mm. So it's becoming more common in Asian culture. So do you feel like the Institute of Marriage is kind of falling apart for you, for the Asian community? Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. I think so. And I think society where where we are in society also is yeah. making a big impact and i think also like before there was this strict policy where you don't tolerate where you tolerate everything mm, you have to you know you have it. to ex- you have to whatever like even our mums will say yeah you tolerate i tolerate that you tolerate now a lot of the women are saying no i'm not doing it i've had it's- friends who've been in physical relationships with their partners yeah where the guys have been very physically abusive yeah. and they've gone to their mom yeah african not caribbean friends um, and they've gone to their own mothers and yeah. they've been like, 
deal with it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Figure yeah, it out. Yeah. And it's like, how can you say that to your own child? Yeah, it happens. But be- it's because they've been through it themselves. And they and see I feel it like, as, And I feel it's like it's torture, to be honest. Mm. I feel like it's that continuous generational curse. People like to say generational curses is wealth and blah, blah, blah. I think generational curses are definitely a mentality thing. Mm. If you continue to think the same way that you think, like, say, for example... I would say like a generational curse, as, as much as it probably isn't one, but I would say it is, would be like FGM, for example. Mm. A woman will, FGM is female genitalia, genital yeah. mutilation, right? Uh, a woman who has had it done to her and knows how painful that was and know how's it, how it's impacted her whole adult life as yeah. a woman will then yeah. make her 12-year-old daughter go and get it done. And that's part of that yeah, curse. It's yeah. like, you know how torturous yeah. that is and you know how horrible it is, but because you experienced it, you want your child yeah. to now experience that. Yeah. And I feel like mothers and fathers or parents who encourage their children to stay in those toxic relationships, I feel like it's a jealousy thing and I feel like it's a, you don't deserve better than what I had I thing. Yeah, I because that. how can you want your child to yeah. want better from yeah. life if you're going to tell them to yeah. stay in a situation that can kill them? I hear that. I definitely think that that, um, that definitely plays a part for some people where mm. they, even siblings, siblings do it. Do you get what mm. I mean? Oh, I didn't get to do it when I was younger. Why should you? Mm-hmm. I didn't get this when I was younger. Why should you? So there is definitely a sort of um, jealousy or wh- whether it's jealousy or, oh, I went through it, you have to as well. Mm-hmm. Um but I think it's also now we, because women are becoming more financially independent. Absolutely. Because we live in a society where we can go out and work, and we the, do, and we do, we do, and we survive, and we can feed our kids. Mm-hmm. Back in just say Asia or the Asian culture back then, when our moms were going through it, they didn't have that independence. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're gonna leave your toxic man to come back to your family. Your family are gonna have to take on your burden, and because you're a divorcee in society, no one's gonna marry you for the rest of your life. They see it as you're better off just staying with the man. Do you get what I mean? And it's really sad because a lot of parents, even now in Asia, a lot of mothers are scared to get their children home out of abusive relationships just because they don't know where the future of their children will be. And that's so crazy to hear that that's kind of the mentality in Asian culture because, like, in Western culture, I wouldn't just specifically say as black people, I would just say Western culture... It's not frowned upon to get a divorce. You'll no, meet, yeah. I mean, people will judge you if you've yeah. had like four or five divorces, but in reality, people don't really yeah, judge yeah, you because yeah. it's like, yeah, it is what yeah. it is. Like you yeah. can get married, you can have as many divorces and, yeah. and even the same person going yeah. back and forth with that game of marriage. And we don't kind of hold that judgment and say, obviously internally, the person may be like, damn, what's going to happen to me next? Yeah. Like, where does my life go yeah. from here? But on the outside... People are like, babes, it's been six months. You need to go out yeah, and find yeah, yourself yeah. a new yeah, man. Yeah. Whereas it seems like in the Asian culture back in Asia, it's like, you, why do you want to do yeah. this? If you do this, your yeah. life is finished. You, you ain't got nowhere to live. Yeah. You ain't got no prospects. Yeah, And it's sad because it's not the men. It's not divorced men that are labelled. It's yeah. just the women. It's always women. The divorced men can go on and go about their business and they will still get marriage proposals. They'll still, and But again, it's because they are the breadwinner. Yeah. So a woman will then need him yeah. regardless. It, there's no infrastructure for women to be independent. So mm. the man's always going to be desired. Do you get what I mean? And mm. it's it's crazy because here things are changing. Even then, it's still quite disliked. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And I saw a statistic, a statistic the other day that um, of who gets the highest divorce rates and stuff. Mm. I thought Muslims would be quite um, low. No, I thought, yeah, I thought they'll be quite low. Mm. I thought they'll be the lowest, to be honest, because mm. obviously in Islam, it's frowned, it's frowned upon, upon, but it's not frowned upon in the sense that it it sa- says before it gets to a level of toxic, if you feel like you and your husband are not getting along, you should go for your divorce. Mm-hmm. If you feel like it's getting to a point where you can't reconcile your issues, you get divorced. Mm-hmm. It's more that God doesn't want you to have a divorce because it sort of like shakes his throne where he's sitting on because he, he wants you guys to work it out, right? Yeah. But if you are getting to that stage, it's t- said you must go get a divorce. It's more our culture that says no. Mm-hmm. And I realized why where that culture comes from. Where's that from? So so when I saw the statistics, mm-hmm. I think Muslims got like twenty three percent of divorce rates. Mm-hmm. I think Christians were like maybe twenty eight. Like it wasn't far off. Mm-hmm. Um the Jewish were maybe a bit lower. Hindu rates were at two percent. They, they, so they, they stick with it. They stick with it. And it's because obviously before Bangladesh divided um, our ancestors were Hindu. It was mm-hmm. Hindustan. We were part of India. Okay. So Islam came to Bangladesh in the 1300s. Mm-hmm. So before that, we were obviously Hindu. But that culture stuck with us. Yeah. So where Indian like Indian culture is heavily influencing Bangladeshi culture over religion, mm-hmm. we would choose that over the fact that our religion says we are permitted to divorce. Okay. We would rather say, nah, stick you must out. stick it out because our culture comes from that. Mm-hmm. Um... See the thing with 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 um religions and and culture, I don't know if there's a difference. I think there's kind of a difference um because, like you were saying in Muslim in Islam, sorry, yeah, um that it's not really encouraged to divorce, but if you get to a point where you need to, then it is um yeah. acceptable. Yeah, but in the actual culture of living in it, yeah, it's not. Yeah, so it's like when does it's what, what do you prioritize? Do you get yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And I think this is what's crazy is because if you think about, like, just say the black Muslim community and the Asian Muslim community, mm-hmm. even though they're of the same faith, culture plays a big part. Mm. Black Muslim community, they are a lot more basing it on religion. Mm-hmm. They'll have their certain cultural differences. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. But they will look more to the books and say, yeah. and I think, I feel like the black Muslim community are less judgmental. Whereas the Asian community are a lot more judgmental. Do you get what I mean? I so. Definitely. Um, even like just say Crept, he's got a child, Sasha, mm-hmm. and they're not married. Mm-hmm. He, no one's really batting an eyelid. Do you get what I mean? No one really cares. If that happened in the Asian community and someone had a child out of wedlock, mm. it would be a problem. It would be a big problem. It's you have to marry them. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? You must be married. See, we used to do that with shotgun weddings. I mean, that used to be a thing. Like <laughs> Shotgun weddings? Yeah, it's a, I don't no, know if it's yeah. just a Christian thing, yeah. but you know, you, you knock them off, you, you go get married two yeah. weeks later yeah, so yeah, that yeah. the baby's born into a married yeah, family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we just don't really push for that anymore. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the Western thing, like yeah. that whole old school mentality yeah. of you have to get married um, just doesn't really apply to, yeah. I would say, a lot of the black community yeah. because... Still happens in the white community, yeah. you know. Yeah, and I think that's another thing is where, like, just say in Islam, it says it, men are encouraged to marry women that are widows or divorcees because mm-hmm. obviously you're meant to take care of them as well, protect them as well. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like you're. Well, that's the thing is the religion says you should, mm-hmm. but culture says you shouldn't. 
So a man who's... So, but isn't religion supposed to be like the, the most important thing? Like we're not exactly. talking about what people on road say. We're not exactly. talking about what our friends think. We're going by the book. Like, And that's I think that's the problem. Is cause, and that's why I don't like it when people judge a faith because of the people. Mm-hmm. Because the people are not the proper representative of that faith. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? But they are though, don't you think? No, because I think if everyone was to live through it, the world would be different. There's a lot of hypocrisy. Do you get what I mean? Mm. Saudi Arabia is leading in wars. They're leading in a lot of atrocities, but they will say they're a Muslim country and it's not a part of Islam what they're doing. Do you get mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're killing, like, there's a whole Yemen famine going on and they're leading that. So I don't think we can ever judge the faith. Like, there's, there's priests that abuse young kids. Mm-hmm. That's not the religion telling them. Do you mm-hmm. get what I mean? That's, pre- that's to his own actions he's doing it. Mm-hmm. I can't blame Christianity for that. So then do you think that re- religion is really kind of useless? I don't think it's useless. I think if people actually proactively were spiritual and they actually believed in it, mm-hmm. not because they're born into it and not because they're told to believe in it, I think it's different. I think when you actually want, when you actually believe there's an, another hereafter and you actually want to thrive for better, your actions will show that. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that will show they're religious, but they're not. They're doing it because they want to please the masses or whatever. But see, that's what I see the most of in general, for just across yeah. the board, for the majority of religions, except maybe Buddhism. Yeah. People say that that's what they do. I've been to churches. I know Christians that are faithful in their mm-hmm. religion and attend church and, and Bible reading on Wednesdays mm. and their kids go Sunday school and, and they go to mass on saturday like they do everything for the church but in reality like they are very not very good people not yeah, very nice people their heart's not in the right place no. and, I, and i think even in the quran it says these are the people you look out for the people that are doing it for the show for mm. the sake of doing it to please other people there's some people muslim people that'll go on pilgrimage they'll go on hajj now going on hajj, do it as well yeah, yeah, yeah you're not meant to be doing it as a boastful thing you're not meant to be like telling people yeah i'm going because you know you're not meant to please do it for other yeah, people it's, it's for you it's for you and your and, religion and to get back into your faith and to really like humble yourself yeah to do all of what what why the reason it's there mm-hmm. there's some people that do it and they'll go around telling people yeah yeah i'm a haji now i'm a haji now i've been to hajj and they'll boast about it but what's your intentions yeah if your intentions are to show people you're pious to show people you're doing this you're doing it for the wrong thing Absolutely. you're not god can see through that do you get what i mean so there's no point but we can't change people do you get what i mean mm-hmm. we can't there's people that will pray right in front of you just to show you oh by the way i'm praying do you get what i mean but behind, but reality is, if they wanted to go in a private room and pray right. without letting you know, they can do they it. They can do it. But why do they do it in front of you so you assume they're a good person? And if that's their intention, they're, they're not doing it for the right things. Do you get what I mean? Their reward isn't going to be there. Okay, so not to... We just let it flow. So. <laughs> you feel like to be a good person, you yeah. can't kind of boast about things because we're at a point now where social media is very prevalent in everyone's yeah. life. Hi guys. Um, and it's, it's like super important for a lot of people to a point where when they go and they see a homeless person on the street and they want to give them like five pounds, they're going to record it or they want to give back to the community. Like yeah. I know, um, not sneak bow. Um, what's his name? Oh gosh. The big one that was with Maya. Chunks. No, we was with Maya. Who? Maya Jama. Is it Maya Jama? What's yeah. 
Who was she with? A oh, Stormzy. Stormzy. Yeah. Like, he went to Croydon and he basically, like, redecorated and refurnished this young boy's house. Oh. Not his house, his bedroom, oh. I think, last year or the year before. But it was, like, a big thing. Like, there was camera crews. Like, it was all a huge oh. thing. And my thing with that was, like... If you really wanted to do something good, did you need to like do a whole documentary yeah, on it? I hear that. So my question was really like, do you feel like people are really doing yeah. good things if they have to show it off yeah. like that? Is it really pure of intention? Or can it still be pure of intention, but you just want people to see it? Yeah, I hear that. You know, um, in my faith, so obviously I'm Muslim, mm-hmm. it says if okay. your right hand gives, your left hand shouldn't see it. So mm-hmm. the point is, if you give charity... You shouldn't have to boast about it. You shouldn't talk because that's your that's you doing it for the sake of for yourself. Mm. Do you get what I mean? But religions all say that. All religions say that. Exactly. So I think when it comes to now showing it off, if your intentions are because you want people to now give you credit, mm-hmm. say you're a charitable person, I don't think that's the right way to go about it. Do you get yeah. what I mean? But I, I do a lot of uh, charity stuff on my social media, but that's more for, to get donations. Do you get yeah. what I mean? That's more for people to donate. Yeah. I wouldn't ever want to, hopefully, never do I ever feel like this, that I want it to get, to do it just for people to be like, oh, she's nice, do you get what I mean? Or she's yeah. charitable, or my intentions to be the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Stormzy, he does other things as well. So he, I can't obviously say what his intentions were behind that. I don't know, it was a whole documentary, like it was a whole feature film yeah. with like subtitles, and it was it just seemed right, like yeah. a little bit too much for yeah. me. And I was like, why are you putting this boy and his family out yeah. there like that? Like, yeah. He's from ends. Everyone yeah. knows his face. Definitely. And now you're basically saying like his family's so poor. Yeah. Storms. He had to come and redecorate yeah. his bedroom. Yeah. Like, it's a bit. I don't know how I feel about you know, show I was, off like that. Yeah, I was having this conversation with my friend recently, and it was about spirituality. And obviously, like religion is very important to me, but I don't show it outwardly. Yeah. So me not wearing my hijab, a lot of Muslims might criticize me. Mm. Me not wearing an abaya or covering my body, or me wearing this skin tight clothes, mm. people might judge me. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's my spirituality is inwardly. So as yeah. long as my intentions are always good, my heart heart's always good, I'm not trying to make other people's lives difficult. I'm doing what I'm doing for my own journey. Do you yeah. get what I mean? And I think if everyone had that outlook on their lives, mm-hmm. it will be a different story. A lot of people have spirituality that shows outwardly, mm-hmm. but their insides are rotten. Sour. Disgusting. Sour. Some really sour-hearted, yeah. sour-minded, sour lived people and i feel like they really go out of their way to try and one prove that they're good and two bring other people down definitely and it's really not necessary like i completely agree like if people had that whole mentality of you know what i'm gonna just treat people how i want to be treated i'm gonna be respectful i'm gonna accept my journey but also acknowledge and respect other people's journey I feel like the world would be a lot calmer. Hundred and that's exactly what I was saying when I said like religion. If everyone actually truly believed and in it and was it. doing it for the right reasons, mm. there'll be no wars. Everyone mm. will be given to each other's neighbors. Do you get what I mean? Money Every, wouldn't exist. Money there would there would be no reason. Yeah, there would yeah. be no reason for wars. There would be there, no reason. There'll be no reason if it. everyone was actually doing it. Because if you think about it, all faiths say the same thing. They do. Just Every in different faith is, words. Just yeah. in different words. Every faith is saying the same thing. Everyone's saying love your neighbour. Everyone's saying put your differences aside. Mm. Why is no one doing it in practice? Mm. That's the question. So, yeah, I think, I think, and, uh, yeah, I think that's why we are where we are. Because, again, like, who was it? Boris Johnson said... Mm-hmm. Poverty is essential for him to be rich. Like, pe- poverty is needed. Do you get what I mean? Like, Jeff, 
Jeff Bezos, all of these guys would not be rich if and poverty the thing did not is, And exist. the thing is, it, it, because of the social construct of money, poverty exists. Yeah. But if you took it all away, like, in reality, do we need to pay for stuff? Like, what is exactly. money? What is money? Exactly, what is money? Why can't we just trade yeah. commodities? Why can't yeah. we just trade That's what how it we was. Have? That's how it was. And it would make sense, yeah. but I guess because we are so, like, we basically gentrified the whole world. Yeah, because we... we we want like materialistic goods but we can have materialistic goods everything is achievable yeah. if you take the cost of what it costs away yeah if and food, if branding didn't exist exactly if you think about it because a louis vuitton bag say you want a louis bag and it costs say a cheap one's going to cost you like 1500 i watched a documentary on the actual warehouses in um how to make it in yeah. italy yeah and a lot of their workers first of all were sudanese immigrants yeah so these people were getting paid pennies mad second of all it's just cow skin yeah it's cow yeah, skin it's, exactly. there's cow skin every yeah. bloody where yeah. like it's yeah. not that expensive you can make a replica make exactly. i can get a leather bag from yeah. freaking from even china for yeah. like because oh, i was gonna say like i can get a leather bag from um top shop for fifty pound, but I can get it cheaper from yeah, China. Yeah. So why is it that yeah. a designer brand, yeah. knowing that the material only costs what, however much it costs for the bloody skin, yeah. to then charge it so much, it's not necessary. Yeah. And if all of these prices and, I just think the whole construct of money is just ridiculous. That's, that's, I hate it. That's what business teaches you: is have your cost low and have your profit high. Yeah. But even like Cartier, Cartier bracelets, yeah, it's like. I think 1.4 grams of gold or something. Something ridiculous. Like, I think to cost, to the cost of making it and the gold value is probably about 800 pounds with the diamonds here, let's just say. They sell it for 6,000, 7,000. Mm -hmm. Now imagine the profit on that. And even then the starting price, the cost price of it to begin with, where does that Wait, even come exactly, from? Exactly, exactly. Like, why does gold have the, the value that it, I mean, I collect gold, but still. Why does it have the value that it does? Why do diamonds have the value? Yeah, that they well, do? diamonds aren't meant to. There's a whole, uh, there's a whole politics behind this because they only mine a certain amount purposefully. Otherwise, but there's whole. There's there's there's, of there's it. a lot there's of diamonds. Of it. Yeah, it's. Did I you think see it's that the Rockefellers. Video? Did you see that video of um, not the Rock the Rothschilds Rothschild. the Rothschilds. They are leading. They're, they're scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're scary. Um, oh gosh, the, they trademarked. They trademarked or copyrighted their name, so you can't even call your child Rothschild. So they're they're like Adolf, like no one can. No use one it. can use your name. You have to be of that family. One more class. That's what I've heard. If I'm wrong, let no, me know. That but that's what that I've heard. Surprise me. Listen, because, you know, I might call my next child. child yeah. To, wait, go register <laughs> office and see what happens. I might. I might have to. They might sue me, and I don't have that money. <laughs> Am I? Nah, the, the the registry office would stop you. Because you can't go yeah. to a registry office with your child's name as Adolf, Adolf Hitler, and they will give it to you. They won't. Really? It's illegal to use Adolf Hitler as your child's name. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm like, maybe it's yeah. a other thing. Boy, I, it's quite interesting. But back to where we start. Well, not really where we started. I think mm -hmm. if we had a lot more community values mm. instead of make money, which really doesn't exist, yeah. we would be in a much nicer place 100%. and live a much nicer 100%. life just generally. And I think that's the thing, yeah, is I'm not... It comes back to, like, just say politics. People are like, oh, you know, conservatives and, like, Labour. Because, obviously, my idea of what I would like society to be, like, is very socialist. Mm -hmm. It's very much we work together. Yeah. We have certain things like healthcare, education, 
you know, gas, electricity available to all. Like mm -hmm. things like that shouldn't be a business. It should be state owned. Like food. Food. It shouldn't be a business. You shouldn't be making mad profit on it. Do you get what I mean? If you it think does, about no, it. I completely agree. Energy de France, yeah, EDF. That's most our energy provider. Why are we paying the French for electricity? Why are we not giving it back to our government and, and why our country? are we country? even paying for electricity? Like, when, these, when they're going to come and put solar panels on everyone's houses and just make it make sense? Like, because re in reality, if the sun can power shit, yeah, yeah. why are we yeah, paying for yeah, power? Yeah, And it's, it's the basic, I think, it's for hot water. Like, these everything. are basic we rights we should have. We pay and for everything. there's families that are out there that can't afford it. You know, it's crazy to me that we have such high levels, high amounts of famine across the world. Yeah. But overall, every year, the world as a whole wastes 60% of the food it harvests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are we wasting 60, yeah. not even 50 or 40 or 60% yeah. of everything yeah. goes to waste, but we yeah. have famine? How Neat. does that make sense? How do we how? have... <laughs> how do we have one the whole wealth wealth in one percent of the population how does that like, make sense how do we have 99 percent of people poor and one percent hold the world's wealth that doesn't make and the wealth that they hold like we talked about jeff jeff, uh, jeff and bill, and bill they can man's got billion, billions like billion like the, the i like the even the idea, I'm just like, it doesn't yeah. make sense. The idea of billions yeah. owned by one, yeah, person one person or their family. Yeah. How does that make do you sense? Know, do you know what's crazy? Yeah, is I can have these conversations with people and they'll be like, yeah, but it's not their duty to give back to people and make people's like, they made their money, you know, because they worked hard. And it's like, no. no, because someone has to be an underdog and someone has to take the cut. Business where you're making that profit, you're gonna underpay people. Absolutely, you have to underpay people. People are gonna suffer, so they're not making the money ethically. No, they're making all. it unethically, and then Absolutely. there's people starving, like the garments industry in Bangladesh. These people the are suffering. Is ridiculous, like for fast it, fashion. Fast fashion is killer. Killing. It is it's killing killer. people, and it's not. And it's not like these people have a choice to say, actually, I'm not gonna work for two pound. A, a month i'm going to work for le uh, more they don't have they that don't option have a choice. they don't have that choice so when you're now going to h&m and buying these clothes that say made in bangladesh no someone was pay paid two pound a month for that if they got paid and they got beaten and they was abused and they could have been young and they were working hours that we would never ever, ever. allow and because we want to save money because we want to save money we'll go for fast fashion and we'll get it cheap and we'll throw it away do you get what i mean None of us are sitting there saying, actually, we're going to pay a bit more because we want someone else to have a better life. Mm -hmm. We're all trying to make our billions. We're all trying to stack our money mm -hmm. and make billions. And the worst part about fast fashion is, in reality, places like Bangladesh and India and the parts of China that also does, like, technology, fast technology bits like that, they should be really thriving. And it's crazy yeah. that these people yeah. that are providing the yeah. whole world with the clothes yeah. that we wear, with the technology yeah. that we use, the parts of our yeah. trainers and our phones and all of our laptops. Yeah. These people are living in squalor. Like this some, some of these this countries don't even have like the sewer system. Yeah. You don't even realise yeah. what life without a sewer yeah. system is like. Yeah. like. Exactly. And these are the people yeah. that should be thriving. Do you know what's crazy is if we were to take the power back, yeah, if these people were saying, actually, we're not going to do it, it's our if you don't pay, if you don't pay us, 
at least £15 a month. We're not going to do it. If Jeff's to... profit is going to get cut down. Bill Gates is going to have to But no, that's, they're never going to do that because all they're going to do is bump the prices so they keep their, as much as the profit as they're but, getting, but we have to pay more, which makes is, us poorer. No, but that's, no, but that's it. We all stop. If consumerism ended, who's going to suffer? They're going to have to lower their prices. Do you get what I mean? If property, think about the property in London, the demand is there is because foreign investors are coming and slapping down the money. Us Londoners can't afford the prices. But if we, to rent them. if the foreigners were to say, naturally, we're not going to buy it. And if we were to say, actually, nah, that work, that house, 500 grand now, give you 200. If everyone stayed committed to that, people are going to get desperate and lower their prices. Mm-hmm. It's because we then go to mortgages. We then go and get the money somehow. Well, see, this is what all that we're talking about right now, which makes absolute sense, is classified as radicalism. This is the and problem. And we are then terrorists is... to the state. <laughs> this is the Even problem. Even having this conversation, yeah, this like if problem. our platform was massive, we'd get in trouble for saying we what we're we saying would. now. We would. Because yeah. it makes abs- yeah. everything you're saying is spot if on. We, yeah, if we said we're not going to buy this top anymore, if we said to Louis Vuitton, actually, we don't want your product. We don't want it. They we're will go bankrupt. They Absolutely. Will, they will, Louis Vuitton would vanish. Absolutely. But what what do we do now? We get a bit of, we get a quick bag and we're like, yeah, do you know what? We want that Louis Vuitton. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. We want the Gucci. If we stop buying into their products, they will have to reduce their prices or they'll go bust. Mm. But how many of us are willing to do that? I remember when we did Black Pound Day last year where people were like promoting to only shop from black owned businesses for the culture and also there was a few days where they did the black boycott day mm. where we didn't spend our black coin and i think that those were somewhat successful but at the same time we lack unity definitely to make any it. of these things happen and because the it. moment when someone who has a platform to speak on it speaks on it yeah they are then labeled by media outlets yeah. which we know who run them yeah. as radicals and yeah. as extremists yeah. who are trying to tear down yeah. democracy yeah. and 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 boycott yeah. the government like yeah. come on now it's not it's not even yeah. like that we're trying to make people in our own situation live a better life that they really deserve to live 100%. because the one percent do not deserve to be a one percent the one percent should be yeah. everyone or at yeah. least 50 yeah. percent. make it fair yeah. make the chances easier for people you know, this pandemic has really showed what capitalism, how dangerous capitalism is. There's brands that we knew. There's brands that we regularly went to. There's restaurants that we thought were thriving that that defaulted within... Hell. Yeah, it fell within, within like month. two, three months. That's it. Carluccio's was gone. Gone. <laughs> gone. Out here. Out. <laughs> There's people suffering. Rappiano's gone. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and it's crazy because, and why? It's because they're all built on loans. Yeah. And they're all built on debt. Yeah. Even our own country has so much debt. Mm. And it's crazy because we're, this cycle of, it's going to have to, they're going to have to. I would love to know who, I would love to know who we are in debt by. Who, who do we borrow money from to make our country be in debt? And why is it that nearly every single country in the world is in debt? Who are we owing the money to? That's the thing. We're, we're, we're going in cycles. We're going in cycles with this money concept. And you know what's crazy? It's, it's when Gaddafi wanted to now... <laughs> when Gaddafi wanted to unite Africa and he wanted to now... Like you said, people used to trade in gold. He wanted to put money on. He didn't want to use the dollar. He didn't want to trade against the dollar. He wanted to use gold. What did they do? They. He was gone. 
He was gone. Anyone that wants to know. Anyone that makes any logical decisions, especially in country, the land of milk and honey, because that's what all over there is, Africa and Asia is the land of milk and honey. They're the poorest. They feed the lands that have absolute, they're barren lands. And for some reason, the barren lands have so much control. And as soon as people in these countries try to make a difference, I think it was, was it Sierra Leone? Someone gonna come for me in the comments. Oh, well. Um, And they, like the world's leading supplier of chocolate, like, they supply basically everyone. And what they're doing now is they're saying, like, we aren't going to supply you guys with chocolate unless you let us do everything to do with yeah, that chocolate yeah, in our yeah, country yeah. so that we can yeah. bring more money in. Yeah. And I was just like, that's a power move. That's, but that's, that's exactly, you know, move. all these countries... People own their shit. That's it. If all these countries said, you know what, actually, we're not going to tolerate this. Mm. Whether it means our economy shuts down for a couple of days... It'll shut down, but it's eventually scar- you negotiate. See, it's scary because, like, as much as we would want that to renegotiate, we know that these barren land people, they don't fight fair. Mm, this is We've it. seen wars yeah. that have happened over yeah. the past how many years? We've seen what they do when people don't want to give them what they want. We yeah. have obsolete, this is it. This killed is it. land and yeah. all the people on it because they don't want to supply the the the, the yeah. people what they want, so it's a it's a techie one. That's why that's why I left the game of politics. I studied politics it. I wanted to be a politician, and yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought when I saw after my degree, mm-hmm. the things I read, the things I saw, I thought I'm not doing it. I'm no. not going there. Super I thought the only way I will now go involved in politics is when I hopefully get somewhere in my life and I can start my own little multinational corporation and I can then negotiate with these governments. Mm -hmm. And what's sad is a lot of our parts of Asia and Africa, a lot of them are puppet governments. They are put in place Mm -hmm. by the West to be little puppets. So they will not completely it. That's that's all it it is. They're not going to support their people because they see it as happy. They're part of the one percent. Exactly. It's like you get to be part of the one percent and you and your will give you, you know, a slight benefit. You're gonna live perfectly well over there. You're never gonna have to ask for anything for you or the rest of your generations. Just do what we say. But your people people suffer and you'll let them suffer and they will let them. And it's crazy because we talk about democracy being for the people, by the people. But how it's many not. countries are dem- dem- democratic? Even the UK, are we really democratic? There's no such thing. We're all. Yeah. We're, we're, I don't think anywhere is because we're given yeah. two choices, and the choices aren't choices we've chosen. Yeah. Or chosen. Yeah. So there's we don't have a choice. Yeah. It's like when there was um elect the elections for the US this year between Biden and um Trump. Biden's tried before. People yeah. didn't like yeah, Biden. Yeah, People yeah. said Biden was yeah. a racist. Yeah. His his second in command, Camilla Harris. Yeah. People have said like she she yeah. she as a um not Secretary of State um as a damn Nick where was your work gone? <laughs> and when she was basically like doing law stuff, yeah. um she incarcerated a whole bunch of black people. Okay. So now we're going between Trump, an open racist, and Biden, another racist. Yeah. Where's the choice? Yeah. Where where is yeah. the where's the actual choice? We're not given a choice. We're given two options yeah. that the people we don't know exist yeah. have agreed should be given the opportunity yeah. to go for. That's it. Yeah. And it's crazy because we have certain manifestos. So before obviously we vote for people, we have a manifesto given to us. How many Five of minutes. our two minutes? Okay, Wrap it perfect. Up. Yeah. How many of our prime ministers actually? stuck to their manifestos <laughs> how many have actually followed through what they've said they never do ever and it's Ever. crazy and to get the votes get worse. 
to get the votes, they'll manipulate. They'll push out their propaganda. They'll manipulate Look at how they push Brexit. We yeah. won't have any foreigners. That's we'll nothing. have more jobs for that. you guys. And what happened as soon as Brexit started hitting, the farmers were effed. The farmers were effed because none of the bloody Brits wanted to go and work on the farms and pick exactly. strawberries and pick bananas. So guess what? That's to drag in foreigners again. Hmm. Didn't need charging? Okay. Well, thank you guys. We we spoke about a lot of stuff today. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you come and tune in to us on our Spotify and our Apple. That's where you get the full, unedited, whole conversation about everything we talk about. And if you're on our YouTube channel, you can watch our videos. We post clips a few times a week. And make sure you follow us on social media at 30 Mills of Melanin Podcast. On Twitter and Instagram, I'm Neek Aura. You can find me on Instagram at Neek Aura. And I'm your girl, Soraya. Yeah. <laughs> You'll find me at Soraya.says underscore. Underscore, <laughs> yes. Gets a bit techie. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And we will see you guys next week. Bye.